all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Back in the jail, the boss man show here with Coach of Kennesaw State Isles up the road from us, Coach Amir Abdul Rahim. Coach, good to see you again, man. How things going to in the program? Boss man, good to see you too, man. Things are good, man. We just uh, you know, taking it one day at a time, man, trying to trying to stay safe, trying to stay healthy and you know, get back to some sense of normalcy, man. You know, uh with, with you know, school about to start here and you know, we got our guys on campus, man. So it's been it's been good, man. I, I can't complain whatsoever. I hear that, Coach. Now, you know, everything went down on my birthday, March 11th, man, with the Hawks and Knicks game, and I got the word, man. 
She's local. Yeah. So my birthday was the, the tipping point for like, this is all going to win south since my birthday, man. So yep. how has it been for your guys having to go home in the spring and keep those grades up? And also some of them going back home, man, no hoops, can't work out. So how's it been to keep the guys in shape for, before they get back to you? Because I know some of them been stuck in their house, can do it. You're doing you want to do basketball-wise. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, man. You know, like you, you hit it on the head, man. I, man, me and my, uh, me and my wife actually March 9th, I think it was March 9th, we went to go see uh, Charlotte play the Hawks. A uh, former player of mine that's at uh, where I, when I was at College of Charleston, Joe Cheeley is uh, playing with the with the Hornets. And so, man, we we go, you know, to that game. A couple of days later, bam, everything hits. Now your birthday is the 11th, mine is the 18th. So, you know, like when when I think about kind of how everything jumped off, everything hit. You know, like it, it goes back to like, man, you know, we were, you know, really just getting ready to start our, our, our spring workouts, right? And then, you know, we're my wife, you know, we normally try to, you know, do something nice for each other's birthday, you know, go out to a nice restaurant here and there. And it was, you know, man, it was a quarantine birthday is what we what we kind of dubbed it, you know. So, um, yeah, man, but I'll I tell you this, uh, we, we left, you know, we kind of left and, you know, Kennesaw State did a really, really good job uh, of kind of transitioning from, you know, the in-class instruction to the online instruction. Um, like, in, in a sense, like, man, kind of flawlessly. Uh, President Witten, um, who's been here, you know, a few years now, she, her and her staff, they did an unbelievable job just kind of getting everything in place and kind of foreseeing where it was going, in a sense, and getting everything in place to the point where, I think all the other schools, you know, when they left and they went home, I think it was like a two-week period or something like that where they were off and then started back up. Man, I think we, we may have – if we just say we left on a Thursday, we were online ready to rock and roll that following Wednesday, right? So our guys never really got out of sync. They never really got out of the mode of going to class. And, you know, uh, Lana Bowman, who's our uh, – academic liaison here she did a great job just kind of keeping our guys on the schedule right because that was the hardest thing is definitely once they got home <laughs> like the sales they wanted to um you know so she kind of did a great job keeping them on schedule and then the last part of it was was why they were away uh jim carizzi who's the head of strength and conditioning here he did a great job of um excuse me one second no problem. Take your time, brother. <laughs> it's no problem. Man, he, he did a great job of of uh they invested in this um this app called Team Builder. And basically what he could do was <clears throat> for guys who had like weights or whatever kind of equipment in their house, man, like he could put a workout together for them. If they just had body weight, he could put a workout together for that. And I mean it, it turned out, man, awesome. You know, because our guys, they were still able to train a little bit. So, um, you know, really all the way through June, you know, up until when they got back here uh, after July 4th, you know, they weren't in basketball shape. They weren't in great shape, but at least they had some sense of uh, conditioning because they had been doing that. And he did a, he did a great job with it. So that's why I'd say, man, I, I've been screaming this for a year now is people don't realize how great the situation up here is and how, how much better it can be. But a big part of that is the people. 
Yeah, it's a diamond in the rough up there, man. You in a perfect spot up there in Kennesaw yeah. State. Very slept on, but a lot of resources out up there in Kennesaw State, man. It, it's a gym, and you're building it the right way because once you get everything yeah. going the way you need to get going, you're going to be trouble no in that A-Sun. Most no definitely. doubt, no. No, we're excited about it, man. You know, we just finished our – or I shouldn't say finished, but we're in our second week of, of workouts with our guys. and um you know, man, again, anytime you're, you're taking over something, you expect to have um, some sort of uh, adversity, you know, and we had a lot of it. Like, I'll be the first one to tell you, we had a lot of it, and, um, but I wouldn't change it for anything, you know, whatsoever. Like, I, I, I would, I, what we went through, we needed to go through, you know, because as we make this turn, which I think we're going to, you know, really, really, you know, make a difference, you know, this upcoming season, um, you know, people will see why, you know, we didn't budge on certain things. I thought I thought it was times last year, you know, man, we could have, oh, you know, not looked at this or, you know, not held somebody accountable on that and maybe won two more games. But, man, like, I mean, it ain't no difference between one game and nine games. We all at home in March, so it mm-hmm. don't matter. But this group we got uh, here now, man, I'm excited about it. You know, these dudes, they love the gym. Um they're building real relationships with each other. And, and that's that's the start. Loving the gym and real relationships. And, you know, whatever happens after that, man, you know, that's on us and we'll do our job. And that's the mark of a good coach, man, because, you know, you can easily let, let a guy get away with something just to get a, a frivolous win here. There. It may look good for the moment, but if you're setting the wrong habits and starting bad examples, man, guys think, oh, he did. I don't want to close out here. I ain't got to set the screen right here. I can loaf on defense here. So setting those good habits now is not going to make you better here in year two, three, and four down the road, as long as you're at Kansas State. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, for me, like, when, when I think about it, I say me, I, I say us as our staff, we want like we want to win, but we want to win big, right? You know, like we want to we want to do something that's never been done here. That you know, man, in a sense, only sixty eight teams get to do each year, right? And that's go to the tournament. And and again, having been a part of those programs and uh, in the past, like I like I know what it takes, you know, and I know what we didn't, you know, I knew when we were really good, you know, like what we, you know, what our non negotiables were, and then I know when we were actually pretty good what we kind of you know gave into and it was a reason why we didn't achieve what we needed to achieve so um we're trying to I mean we're trying to build this thing to again to be something that this community can can be proud of and again you said it there's a lot of resources up here man it's a lot of um you know really mom and pop you know entrepreneurs that built their businesses you know from the ground up you know and so I want to take that same approach with this with our with our program because the reason why those businesses are flourishing now, they're not even mom and pop businesses anymore. They're, they're flourishing businesses now, you know, because they built it the right way. They, they, they took their time, you know, they, they weathered the adversity and they kept pushing through. So, um, but more importantly, they had the right people, you know, behind them and pushing it, you know, to make sure they could, you know, continue to, to build it to where it is now where it's flourishing. Most definitely, Coach. And I, I, I love the conference you have. And I, I got have a lot of guys in your conference on my show. Matt Driscoll, Coach Pujol, Dan, mm-hmm. Coach mm-hmm. Acuff now, Lipscomb, man. All those guys yeah. talk about how you did a great job last year because they knew what you was facing and said, the record don't show the job you really did. And I, and I, I say, you, you're, you guys are right because it's tough going to a new program, start from scratch, having to really build something. But just to know that your peers in the conference saw the hard work you was putting in, even though there wasn't wins for you, but well, they, they saw it. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you this, like, I, I had a conversation with somebody earlier in the spring, man, and I was, 
you know, when you look at our conference and, I mean, you start with, you know, Coach Driscoll down at North Florida, Coach McKay up at Liberty, Coach Pujols, uh, Pujol up at North Alabama, Coach Acuff at, at Lipscomb, and we can go on and on and on. Man, like, we got some really good coaches, right, in our league, you know, and so – um, and not only good coaches, we got really good leaders. They're leaders, right? And, and they're, they're kids, man. They play. They, they really um, share the identity of their head coach, right? So um, it, it, wasn't, it's no, it wasn't no cakewalk, that's for sure. You know, it was like – and, and I knew that, you know, we all knew that. But, again, um, you know, our kids that we, that we had last year, they tried. Like, there is no question about that, right? Like, I mean, you could have walked in your boss, man, and – in middle of February, into February, and we were one and whatever. And if you would have watched our practice, you would have been like, man, and these dudes get after it, you know. And so to their to their um, credit, man, they kept coming in and doing what we asked them to do. But the one thing I don't think people realize is, is how hard it is to win, like what you have to do every day in order to win, right? It's an everyday thing. And that's wow, why. Wow, every day. Every day. And that's why you look at like teams like Liberty, you look at teams like North Florida, and they've been at the top of this league for, you know, four, five, six years. It's because of that. Like they, they, they've had that culture established. They've had those standards set and they know, know what it is every day. Our guys, we were setting that standard and they're like looking at the standard like, man, I ain't never been asked to do that before, but I'm going to try. Right. And, and that's all we were asking last year. So now it's time to take that next step. You know, like the, the foundation is, is set right now. It's time to start adding those bricks. And again, that's day by day is how we work. Now, um, for us, non-common scheduling coach, I know it's probably been tough this year with the pandemic and teams trying to run the okie doke, splitting it. If there's no fans, this number, if it's fans, yeah. this number, that's raising yeah. money. I know it's been hard for you, but how's that been going trying to schedule these games, man, knowing the uncertainty of the pandemic right now? Man, yeah, no, no, I'll tell you this again. I'm a, you're going to hear me say this probably over and over throughout this interview. I'm a, I'm really a product of the people that I have around me. And so, uh, my staff, man, these dudes, they did a great job really early on, but like way, way before I'm talking about last year, last fall, you know, getting the schedule put together, you know, where, you know, we basically had our, you know, what they, they term uh, guarantee games. We had our, our guarantee games done like before new year. Right. And so we didn't have to worry about that. And, and then obviously we inherited the, the, the uh, series with Mercer. We inherited the series with Belmont. And we and we inherited the series with FIU, right? So you talking about that six games right there, and then we we go to Bell. I mean, sorry, we go to Wofford um, in a return from last year. That's seven. So our our deal was kind of set. We were we're we're really like we didn't really have to, uh, you know, like uh, scurry and find games or anything like that. What what was really good was. When we did get one of those, well, look, man, if it ain't no fans, we only gonna do this. Like, I don't look. There's certain things, man, that are that are above my pay grade, right? <laughs> no doubt. Hey, look, man, we, <laughs> hey, hey, we gonna get this the legal legal. Y'all deal with that, man. Like, everybody got a legal team on their campus. That's a contract. We ain't got to worry about that. I'm not about to, you know, because I know their coach wasn't gonna sit on the phone with me and say, "All right, man." Like, no, nah, like well, I'm gonna let the people who are paid to do those oh, things. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Oh, I would, no doubt. No doubt. Well, Coach, you're part of a great organization, man. 
coachesforchange.org. I talked to Cliff Warren just a few minutes ago before I got on the phone with you here. I talked to Carmen Masarello a week ago about it, man. Talk about the this organization you're part of that Carmen put together and what you guys man. are trying to accomplish, man. Man, I, I tell you this, Carmen did an unbelievable job. I think it kind of started, man, we were on a town hall um, meeting this, you know, two, two and a half months ago. Um, you know, right after George Floyd, uh, the incident with George Floyd, where he was murdered, right? Um, and uh, maybe about a day later, you know, I got an email or a text from Carm, like, hey, man, um, I'm thinking about doing this. Would love for you to be a part. I say, man, say no more. Let me know. Let me know what you want to do. And so it really started out, boss man, is like, a, man, let's get on here. Let's talk about what we're doing with our, with our, um, our, our respective teams to you know, kind of help them through this time. And it kind of morphed into this coaches for change. And so um, now, you know, it went from, I think, man, it started out with like 42. It's like up to 110 coaches now or something like that. And, you know, the, the um, it's built on four, our four E's basically is engage, educate, empower, and evolve. And, and when we talk about those four E's, it's, and, and we're starting at in a place where we can control. We're not trying to go take over the world right like right away you know we're starting right at home with our own teams right and so the first thing that we all wanted to do was we wanted to get all of our players uh registered to vote the thing that's crazy about it is is maybe a week before that i actually had uh trey murrow who's my director of player development um start working with our guys to get them registered to vote not only that but we wanted to get them educated on the candidates as well, not just going in there to click Republican or Democrat, right? To actually understand who's running on what and how they're, how they're going about it. So now what we've done is we've kind of incorporated the coaches for change piece into it. And so each one of my kids, I, I'm almost sure that they follow us on social media. I, I'm almost sure they uh, uh, visited the website. And when you go to the website, man, like, again, a lot of times of engaging is not is or where people don't engage is because they don't either they either don't have an awareness or they don't want to have an awareness right right so either don't have an awareness or they don't want to have an awareness right and so we're in this time now where uh, we're trying to get everybody again engaged but aware right um i just share this with you real quick on our team, we, we have 15 guys, okay? 14 of them are black. We have one white kid on our team. And so when all of this first hit, we jumped on, we jumped on a Zoom call. And the first thing I wanted them to understand was this, was that this was not a black versus white issue, okay? That like, it's not that this is a uh, oppression issue, right? And oppression comes in many forms. Oppression comes yes. in, in many shapes. Oppression comes in many colors. Let's just keep it 100, right? So we wanted them to understand that. And so what, we, so what I talked about on that Zoom call was our 14 Black kids understanding the responsibility they have is covered, is protected, is looked after, right? Is not looked down upon or treated differently because for the first time in his life, he's a minority, right? Most definitely. Okay. And then what I said to the one white kid was like, understand the responsibility you have now in understanding what these guys are going through, just like they're going to understand what you're going through. They're going to educate you, you educate them. 
and that's where again when you you know so now we've engaged i we engaged that group for them to be aware of each other now it's time to educate them right on why it's important to vote why their vote counts like most of them like most kids i can remember when i was 18 19 years old i'm like man my vote don't like man my vote ain't gonna count for nothing like that was the ignorance behind it because i hadn't been educated on it right so now we're right so now we're educating them on why it's important to vote right um why it's important that your voice is heard that's why we had trey um get the information on each candidate right to help them understand what those candidates are running on and how it affects them right that way now when you go in there you're not just voting for the person that like you know that's again uh, against the president right and i'm i'm i don't use his name very much but you don't same here right you, you, you know and that's just me right but you're not voting just to say man i'm voting for whoever's against like no like understand what you're voting on and what these candidates are running on and why it's important you know and then again the other part of the education is is helping them understand their history boss man right like not the history we learned in, in school like Definitely. the real history of yes. right so now you can understand why your vote counts like do you not realize that you know black people in america were looked at as three-fifths of a human yes. right do not understand that until i want to say it was you know i mean we just lost uh john you know, lewis. john lewis the great john lewis and understood what he and, and, and a lot of his counterparts were were fighting for it was to have that vote, the right to vote, right? Do you? And that's that's not very long ago. What was that? That's what's this? Nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah, we talking about fifty years ago. Fifty years ago, right? So, like helping them understand that. So now they understand, like, well, dang, like I do have power in my voice. Now, the thing that I love about this generation, boss man, is like, man, they about that action, right? <laughs> Hey, about that action, man. Like they want, like, like they know their voice means something. And that's really, in a sense, it's like the power of social media. Like you get people bagging and banging on social media all the time. But because of it, these kids understand that they do have a voice, right? And so now they're starting to use it, but it's our job, right? As in a sense, now the elder statesmen to help them understand how to use that voice. Most you definitely. Know what I mean? Most definitely, yeah. because yeah. you know, even with me, you know, I'm 30, I'm 33 years old. They look at me like, yeah. you know, using your show net for politics. You, 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 right, I am because yeah. it's a moment in time that I have to I have a platform. One for one, being listening in Atlanta from Chattanooga to Macon, I have, yeah. I have a voice. I have to use my voice for good. I'm about yeah. right versus wrong. This is about for the people, and you know, think about this, coach. I'm 33. My parents are 79, 69 years old. They didn't have full rights. I was born with four rights on paper, right? No, of course, on paper. Yeah. <laughs> in reality, not really. Right. But on paper, right, yes. Right, 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 right. So, right. like, okay. understanding that, that my mother and father lived with, so they couldn't go part of town because it was a white part of town. But I can go where I want to, theoretically. But it's, but still, we know in reality, not so much. So, knowing right. what I know from my own parents' history, I have to preach the word and preach the power for the people so they can hear it and understand what, what we've been talking about for all these years. No, no, no doubt. Because again, you know, and that's why I say it's like this, the coaches for change thing has been so good because again, I, Carm was a, uh, is a genius, you know, with those four E's, right? Because it is, again, we talked about the engagement. We talked about the educating them on why it's important to vote, then empowering them, right? With the different tools to use, right? So now when they speak 
and they and they talk about these things. They, in a sense, like I, I've been kind of telling our guys, it's like you got to understand it's important not to change the narrative, right? Yes. It's, it's like uh, I had when when everything first kicked off, you know, and, and this is what happens a lot of times, and this is what happens when why we can never why in the past I should say never, but why it's taken so long to even get the momentum that we have right now. But it's like okay, the George Floyd the George Floyd uh, incident happens, right, and it's focused on police brutality, systemic racism, right? And that's what it should be on. Like, let's not change it. Well, then all of a sudden, like, I hear a few coaches within the, you know, college ranks like, well, man, they need to start talking about, you know, the number, the lack of black coaches in, in um, you know, in, in, in NCAA uh, or in the NCAA and that, you know, that systemic racism exists as well. All right, no question. But that's not what we're on right now. Most right, definitely. we gotta keep it. We gotta keep the main thing, the main thing. Right, we, I had a conversation with a with a head coach, a guy who I have a lot of respect for, and my stance on, um, you know, like they they painted Black Lives Matter. I think it was like on like twenty in like twenty something cities. Right, they taking statues down. Right, but it's only one. It's been only one uh, state that has changed qualified immunity for or for police officers, and that's Colorado. Right. So it's like, yeah, we paint Black Lives Matters on these streets and we we take these statues, these these statues of these Confederate generals down. Right. But the main thing hadn't changed a whole lot, except in one place. Right. Except in one place. So we've got to be able to empower our youth to use their voice to keep everything channeled in one direction so that whether it's the media or whoever doesn't change the narrative. Right. Like I explained to our team, like. This is why it's important you use your voice for good. And when you're out peacefully protesting, you make sure that you remain peaceful because look look what's on CNN. It was George Floyd dies and that was the story for four days, right? Four or five days. And then all of a sudden, what happened? The, the rioters, right, started. And now that's the only thing they're talking about on CNN, right? So I'm, we're, we're trying to empower these guys to understand that their voice and, and what they say is important in order to keep the main thing the main thing, right? Then you evolve it, right? You evolve it to where, all right, we, we, we know what the fight is, right? This is how we take it to another level. And we take it to another level, and this is the thing that I love about Coaches for Change is that when you look on it, look on the web, on, on the page, and who's a part of it, man, it's an unbelievably diverse group yes, of it is. men, women, Black, white, uh, Native American—you know—you just go on down the line, and it's it is, and it's not just um, a group of, of, of white coaches or a group of black coaches. Because the truth of it is, is this: is that I need my counterparts that are or, or my peers that are white to understand. I don't need them to understand what it's like to live like a black man. Like they're not gonna never understand that. Just like I'm not gonna understand what it live what it's like to live like them. But but I do, I want to understand and be aware of whatever they're going through. Just like I want, they need to be aware of what we're going through. One, because that, that's the, 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 the human thing, the humane thing to do. Yes, indeed. Right? But two, in our profession, right, in our profession in college basketball, the majority of the kids that are playing college basketball are black kids or kids of color. And so they need to understand what these young men are walking into every day. 
so they can help protect them. We walk into everybody, in, into these mothers and, and these fathers and into these homes and we say, hey, yeah, I'm going to make sure your kid gets an education and do what's right by them. No, it, well, what's right by them is making sure that they're protected, right? That they know they can use their voice and that it's not going to be, or if it is backlash, you know, that the school and, and the staff are going to make sure that, that they're protected and that they have their back and that they continue to help them push that, that uh, their voice and their, and their power forward, if that makes sense. Well, speaking of backlash, Coach, I'll be real with you. So we out here being real. I lost four sponsors since George Floyd died because I'm losing my voice. You know, people's mm -hmm. emails saying, JR, you've made it. You cover the Hawks, you cover this, and you've made it. No, I haven't made it because once I take out my credential, I'm a black man in America, right? Same with yeah. you. You're, you're a coach of Kansas State. Why you have on your shirt, right? We take off the yeah. leader's campus. You're just, you're just a mere black man. So yeah. I haven't made it. I've made it. I've, I have a great job. But I haven't made it. And I'm going to speak truth to power. I don't care if you take away my sponsors. I'll get more of them. I'm a guaranteed right. contract. It's only the 2022. I'm not worried about money or losing a job. This is about right, right and wrong. Screw the back. Because the backlash only shows me who they really are. You know what I'm no, saying? We no lose sponsors, no not get threats because we're speaking the truth of power. Man, I ain't worried about that. I'm worried about helping yeah. my people and being, being on the right side of history. No no doubt. Somebody said something to me, man, this was early on. And, and I've been kind of, you know, not kind of, I've been very outspoken about, you know, um, the things that need to change, you know, on social media. And, you know, I get, you know, uh, coaches that call and say, man, thank you, man. Like, you know, because in a sense, they don't feel like these, some of them are assistant coaches, some of them are head coaches, right? But they don't feel like they can say anything because in their minds, they're worried about, well, if I say something, you know, the next job, like I'm not going to get the next job or I'm going to be looked at as militant. Man, you know, my brother said something to me, man, last year uh, that, that really uh, motivated me to even take this job, right? Is he said, look here, man, like with, 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 what God has for you, he has for you. Yes, right? indeed. And it can be a million people trying to take that away from you. But if God wants it for you, it's yours, right? And he said it, it, it might be something you want, like really, really bad, but it, he doesn't want that for you, right? He's not going to put you in that place. I, man, I, I really, really wholeheartedly believe that. Like that's my faith, right? And so when I look at it as, like you said, with or without this shirt on, I am a black man in America, right? And I'm not gonna like that's the one thing I'm not gonna ever I'm not gonna ever uh, lose sight of that. Now, does that mean I'm gonna be running out here like you know speaking on stuff that I'm not educated on? No, like I'm gonna educate myself on whatever it is I'm talking about, right? Because I want to make sure that what I'm talking about reaches um, the people that it's supposed to reach, and that I don't hurt. Whatever, whatever the cause is, by by speaking, you know things that I'm I'm not sure about or I don't understand. I'm not doing that. That hurts it more than, more than anything, right? So, man, I, I just look at it like it, it, it's a time. Like I, I got 14, really 15. I'm, I got 15 kids uh, looking at me every day, right? Like, coach, man, like what what you think about this or or what's your stance on this? Or they're just looking to see how I'm going to carry myself, right? Look, like I said to them, man, if any of y'all, like our local kids, man, if any of y'all are going downtown to peacefully protest, let me know I'm coming with you, okay? One, because I need, I want to be there with you. But two, 
right? Like I need to make, I'm making sure my men, my guys are good, mm-hmm. right? And that they and that they don't get caught up in anything else. You know, if you need to talk about anything, man, call me. We have people here on our campus. Uh, our 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 diversity and inclusion office has done a great job as well. Just being there to listen to not only our student athletes but our our, our just regular students. I mean, it was unbelievable. Like they had a they had a Zoom link set up, man, and I I got on listened and I mean it was just great for people to be able to talk because they didn't know what to what to understand you know or what to think not just black kids like white kids are like how like how can I have this conversation with my friends or with my teammates like that's the beautiful part of it I mean I'm just telling you Yes, indeed, Coach. It's been a, a heck of a change in our country, and I hope this third reconstruction is really what we need because, like, you know, yeah. we like, we're already in the, in the hub of Atlanta here, Civil Rights Hub, yep. man. We, we have often yep. to make a change with a lot of people. A very diverse yep. city, getting that more diverse by the moment. Georgia's yep. getting more diverse by the, by the day. So I feel yep. like with your platform, our platform, Cliff Warren's platform, we have yep. opportunities to help this community grow and move forward for years to come. Like John Lewis would say, make good trouble. Yep. No, make good trouble. No doubt, man. And again, my, my biggest thing is this, you know, uh, kind of going back to when, when all this started and, you know, somebody, a coach said like, man, you know, man, I think, you know, you got to be able to have, have one man and, and for people to listen to you. And I was like, so, so somebody's record, you know, gives them the right to speak on something like, man, that, that don't even sound right. Like that sounds it's actually backwards, right? Like who you are is who you are. Right. Oh, definitely. <laughs> And that record, you know, like, man, look, man, like I said before, man, we won in 28, man, but one in 28 don't matter. I'm still a black man living in America, right? With, with uh, black, young black men who are looking at me for, to be the example every day, you know, um, like I, I even share this, like, you know, like we talked about, like the thing I love about even just our group that we have here now is um, we're, you know, we got guys like Tanner Smith, who's from here. Uh, and, and Tanner just calling to say, hey, coach, man, like, talk to me about this. Let's have this conversation, right? Like, come on, man, let's do it, which sparks another conversation, which ultimately ends up leading to him understanding me, me understanding him. Uh, had the same conversation with Brian Bohannon. Great conversation. And, and the thing I love about Bo, Bo, he's just like, man, look, let, like, I, I don't even know where to start is what he said. I don't even know where to start. Man, look, you ain't just boom. We had a conversation. Keith Shunza, our 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 volleyball coach, uh, Agnes Bernardo, our, our women's basketball coach. We had these conversations one on one, and it, I don't think it was them trying to, you know, uh, do like like brown nose and no, like they really wanted to understand why because they have kids of uh, black kids or kids of color on their team, and and they don't know where to start because why they had they hadn't lived with those kids lived, right? So. I just think, man, it's really important for us to understand. It's like you said, it's, it's not a, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, it's not, it is, it's not a, it's a right versus wrong thing. It's not a white versus black thing, right? Because oppression can come in many, in many shapes and in many colors and, and, and from, from any angle you can think about, you know, we gotta, we gotta push this conversation forward, you know? So, you know, the, the generation that we're talking about now, but I got two little girls, man, four, four and about to be two. Like, I don't want them to have to have this conversation. I want people to, to love them, respect them for who they are. Well, definitely. Like I see, I told, uh, said on my show last week, my politics are for the people. I'm not right and left. I'm right and wrong and for the people. If you're for the people, yep. I'm for you. If you're for the right, 
I'm for you. If you're equality, I'm for you because it's about people. It's not about right, left, blue, red. It's about people because let's it's been co-opted to become a competition but honestly it's about people and that's what yeah. i wanted this to be about is people that's coming together and black people being treated equal as, as the constant said everybody's treated equal but we ain't been treated yeah. equal the whole time live up to what you say on paper <laughs> you know that's what i want to happen for us all yeah no doubt no question about it and it's like you know it's like it's amazing man like i, I coached a kid at texas a and i'll tell you just this quick story I coached a kid at Texas A&M, right? 6'10", curly hair, you know, a little bit darker than me, right? He was from Columbia, the country, not like Columbia, South Carolina. He was actually from Columbia, Cartagena, Columbia, right? But you know what he was looked at as in America? Black man, right? So just helping him understand, teaching him, you know, just little things like, hey, man, you know, look, you get pulled over, all right, by the cops, okay? Like, man, this is what you need to do, you know, hey, when, when you get in your car, man, put your wallet in your like on top of your center console. Have your uh, have your registration and your inf- insurance, man, above your visor. Put it somewhere where you don't gotta open something up. Don't give nobody no opportunity to have to guess what you're doing, right? Like the fact that we have to do that, right, to keep them alive and to help them understand. Hey, this is the protocol. Hey, man. Hey, it's nighttime, man. Roll all them windows down, man, so so they can see everything they need to see in that car, right? Like, so I, I just think it's one of those things where, you know, equality, again, it's not a black a black and white thing. Equality is a, it's a human thing, yes, you know, indeed. like it is a human thing. Again, I, I'm going to go back to this Coaches for Change. I, it's the thing I love about it. You know, um, the fact that we were able to, the fact that there were just as many women head, women coaches that wanted to be a part of it as men coaches. Right. Like, I'm not saying this to brown nose or the gas nobody up, but like, man, the ideas and the thinking of a woman is so much stronger than the ideas and the thinking of a man. Right. Like, because they can think they can think soundly. Right. Like, I know me, like I'm like looking over here and I'm looking over here trying to figure out, you know, all right, man, what, what's going on? But no, like my like my wife, she'll, you know, hey, 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 let's 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 think about it like this. And I sit there for a second, boss, man, I'm like, man, you know what? It's good. Good point. Right. So but just like black people hadn't had a whole lot of equality in in this country women hadn't had a whole lot most of equality definitely right so i don't like like we talked about when we first got together carmen i was like look man like we're talking about right now like it's no inclusion is is it's like like we like this deal with cultures for change like we got to have inclusion you know from everybody and the thing i loved about it again everybody's like no nah, no question it was it wasn't about who gets the credit Right. I'm sure when you talk to Carm, Carm, he wasn't like I, 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 I. He wasn't. Right. Right. Like I'm telling you, he that's why I think he the dude is really good, man. Like he's really good. That's and that's why this coaches for change piece, I mean, I think it can be it can be a game changer. I mean, you talking about from Georgia to New York to Vermont to California, it covers the entire country, right? And think about how many students. I think it's something. I think we almost got every conference in the in the country between men's and women's covered. Like, man, you're talking about creating real change now, right? So we just got to continue to do our part, push it forward, um, understand the platform we had, like you said, and, and in a sense, keep the main thing the main thing. You know, like, let's, let's make sure these kids are educated on, um, you know, everything they need to be in order to make sound decisions and, and, and have really good judgment. 
Coach, you know, I'm going to keep fighting the fight for you, man. If you need me to help you all in any kind of way, coaches for change or at Kennesaw State, come talk to your players, man. I'll do yep. it because uh, we take something, all of us to come together to make this change, Coach. No and I know together we all can get accomplish the same goal and not get this thing and go in the right direction finally get over the goal, goal line for and get the right score for us, get it where we all on the same page, hopefully, Coach. Absolutely, man. We're going to keep doing it. And again, like I said, man, or like you said, I should say, man, it's about people. You know, keep keep putting good people around us, man, and, and we keep being good people, you know, and fighting a good fight, man. Where it's gonna get to where it needs to get to, because again, like I said, man, we got a we got a generation, man. They they got good energy, man. They're about that action, so we just got to do our parts by you know pushing and helping them push their voices forward and using it for good. Well, there were Coach Amir. Thank you for your time today, my brother. This has been Appreciate great to have a conversation with you, man. Hope to see you real soon, man, and come up there and catch you yeah. guys, man, in action, man. Man, come check us out, man. Come check us out. All right, Coach, you be good, brother. Right, Talk to you real soon, man. All right, dog. Be good, man. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night 
for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m. Only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.